Welcome to the Attract and Energize podcast. I'm Allie Bauer, a student dedicated to creating the happiest and most fulfilled version of myself. In sharing my environmental, fitness, personal development, and mental health experiences, I aim to unite and inspire a community of motivated individuals to take action and embrace all that excites them. No matter where you are in your journey, I'm here to support you and help you find the positive in every day. Today, I'm chatting with one of my best friends, Kira Lee. She is a rising freshman at Lehigh University. Hi, Kira. Hi, Allie. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming on today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Kira Lee, as Allie said. I'm 18, and I'll be attending Lehigh University next year. That is so exciting. Are you excited? I am. I leave in two days. Oh my gosh, that is so, so much, but I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, I still have a lot to do, but I'm excited. Yeah, what are you going to major in, do you know? Yeah, currently I'm in the computer science and business program that they have, so. That's awesome. Um, I guess we should talk next about how we met and how we've become so close because we are very newly good friends. And it happened so fast, but I'm so thankful it did. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we met in, I would say freshman year, I think. Yeah, we had a few classes together, definitely German. That was the one I really, really remember. Anything else you remember? Nothing that we were really close in. German, it was definitely a smaller group, so we just had one section of our German class, so every single year we were put with the same kids. So I got to know Kira, but at the same time, we were not really hanging out outside of school or anything like that. Right, like I feel like we were friends because like a lot of our friends were friends, and so we'd see each other sometimes, but... Yeah, it was more mutual friends. Um, and we'd be like partners in class and stuff like that, but strictly school friends, I would say. And then this year, we had a lot more classes, and I think last year we had a lot of classes together too. Again, always German. Mm-hmm. But it was not until senior week this year that we really connected. So Kira and I were in an interesting situation where we were in the same se- senior week house, even though we were not in the same necessarily friend group, because... The houses kind of worked out where some of our other friends got different houses and so we were just like, oh, well, we can just do one together. We know each other, sort of. It'll be great. And let me tell you, it was great. It was beyond great. I honestly, like, I think about it all the time, how different all of our lives would be if we hadn't just gotten this house together. And we were like, I don't know if you were uncomfortable or anything, but like, it was a super random group and it was just not what I expected, but it was in the best way. No, yeah, like, the group was definitely really random. I was a little nervous about how we'd all get along. But honestly, like, nothing was ever awkward. Like, I feel like right when we got there, we all just clicked, and it was so much fun. Yeah, so would you like to tell us about your favorite memory at Senior Week? Um, That that is hard. There were a lot of good ones. I I honestly think, for those who don't know, like, the house that we got was not even, like, a house. Like, it was – we called it the shack because it was so small and dirty. Yes. So I think just us bonding over how yes. terrible it was was really fun. It's like laughing at our living situation. It was so funny. And just living together for a week, you get so close. And I just cannot imagine. If we not have it, like you said, we would not be where we are now. And Kira has slept over at my house how many times this week? I basically live here. Like, <laughs> I have slept in my bed, like, my own bed once in the past, like, months. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's how I feel, too. And just our whole group is so close, and it's going to be really good. We're planning something for tomorrow for Christina's birthday. Right. 
I hope it went well because it's coming out like yeah this is gonna come out after that so I'll definitely update you on that but next Kira would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself um I know you've gone through a lot of personal growth in the last few years and just even the time I've known you we've had ups and downs you were definitely there for a lot of my ups and downs I talked about them in the last podcast a bit but I would love to hear about where you're at and how you're doing and how much you've changed Yeah, so I feel like high school definitely for everyone is always a time of like a lot of change and stuff, but I definitely had some circumstances that were harder than usual, I think, Uh, like a lot of family stuff. Yeah. Um, And I'll get into everything in a little more detail after, but um, my mental health, especially in sophomore year, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Um. And at the beginning, it was mostly just, like, really dreading going to school and, like, classes and um, just, like, interacting with people and things like that. And a lot of academic stress. Yes, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, but then it kind of developed into worrying constantly about other people because I'd, like, I um, think I'm a really caring person. You really are, So yeah. it kind of became where I was always worrying about other people and how they were doing and trying to do everything I could to make sure that they... Um, we're, we're okay. Yeah, and it's a blessing and a curse because as someone who's really close with you, you are so great to be friends with because I know you'll always take care of us and you're always looking out for us, but I'm sure it does take such a major toll on you. Definitely, because if people in my life who I cared about weren't happy or were struggling, it would impact me. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And it's impossible to make everyone happy, so it, it definitely took a big toll on my um, mental health. But I went to therapy, and I still go. But it definitely helped a lot. I think I'm, like, a strong believer that everybody should go to therapy because I think it just it's so helpful to have someone to talk to um, and to work problems out. But, yeah, over the past few years, I feel like I've done a lot of self-reflection and just, like, growing. That's um, great. Yeah. Yeah, and Teresa was saying that last episode, too, that she believes everyone – should go to therapy whether they are diagnosed with something or not. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience with therapy, what it's helped you with, what you've gotten out of it, and what you are continuing to get out of it? Yeah, so I I meet with a – I've met with one therapist, but then I switched to another. Um, and therapy is hard for people because I think that a lot of times they'll try it and they – they won't click with a good therapist. Um, they don't like it. And especially people like with anxiety and stuff, like that's really hard yeah. to get yourself to do. But I luckily found a therapist that I really like and I'm really comfortable with. Um, and honestly, just like having that advice and another like set of ears and just to like help you through um, tough times in life is so helpful. Um, and then doing like exposures for like social anxiety, things like that have definitely helped. Yeah, sometimes just talking through stuff with an outside perspective is so helpful because I remember I had was having this specific situation this spring and I was kind of on the verge of what I wanted to do. There were two options and I told my therapist and she was just like, oh my gosh, like from the outside perspective, it was so obvious and I just needed someone to tell me that who did not know anything about the situation, did not know any of my emotional connections to anything, but just kind of had an objective point of view and sometimes it just really opens your eyes and also just having someone to talk to that knows nothing about you in the sense that sometimes your family has certain biases or your friends and they know stuff and sometimes you're embarrassed to talk to them about it just having someone like that is so helpful 
Right. Like friends and if you're close with your parents, like they're great people to talk to and for support. But, you know, sometimes the issues can be about them or like things that you you might be too embarrassed to talk to them. So having therapists just like to, to count on when um, you don't feel as comfortable talking with the people in your life is great. Yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about you said that you switched therapists? Um, I'm currently in a situation where I was gone for most of the summer, so I was not meeting with my therapist, and I really, really like her. I think she's great, but I'm going to college next year, so I don't know if I want someone who is more local. Um, I'm going to school in New Hampshire, so I don't know if I'm wanting to switch. Um, I want to hear about what that experience was like for you. So my first therapist, I met with her for maybe three months, but then she actually um, was getting a different job somewhere else, so... And honestly, it was kind of for the better. We weren't that close and I wasn't as comfortable with her. Um, but I took a break after that. That was in um, summer before junior year. And then I believe like at the end of junior year, I started meeting with my current therapist. Um, and I think I had, it was kind of like a natural closing when my first therapist said she had to leave because I was like, okay, like I'm at a good point. Like I, I think I'm okay for now. Um, but then when I got to that point, like end of junior year, I was like, okay, like I need, you know, someone again to talk to. Um, and luckily I clicked with her, but yeah, my therapist, we do it online. So I think I'm going to keep meeting with her into college. That's Um, so nice. Right. Cause yeah, having to start over is a little challenging just Mm -hmm. to get them up to speed on everything. Right. Um, So much happens. Right. But yeah, I don't think it's, it's too hard to, um, you know, make those connections. Yeah, what do you think about it being online? Have you ever done it in person? I haven't because we started meeting during COVID um, and she's not super close to me, but I don't know. I I think it works for me. Um, it is like convenient just being able to like zoom in the call from like my bed or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like comfortable. I think sometimes being in like an office is a little intimidating. Um, so yeah, I like it. Awesome. I definitely, that's something that I'm kind of figuring out what I want right now because like you, I started going to therapy in Corona, so I never had that in-person experience and I'm kind of thinking about trying it out, but like you said, it can be really convenient, especially because I'm going to be in college. I can just do a Zoom in between classes or something like that on campus and maybe virtual is the right option for me, but we'll definitely have to see. Would you like to talk about a bit how you got... um, aware that you wanted to go to therapy and what you could do if you are someone listening who might want to who do you reach out to um, when you're in that situation yeah so my anxiety at the beginning was mostly just uh, academic sort of um, and also like I would get really anxious when I was waiting for like events Um, but especially for like tests like I know everyone gets a little nervous for tests but it would be where I'd studied a lot And then the days up, it was just terrible anxiety, like um, just not able to focus on other stuff and constantly being worried. But so that's when I talked to my mom. My mom and I are super close. And I was like, I "I think, yeah, she's so sweet. I know. I love her. She's the best. But yeah, I was like, I think I'd benefit from um, seeing someone to talk to. And my mom did research. She found a place. But I think that for for other people, honestly, go to is like, parents if you're close with them or like a family member friends or um like school like counselors or teachers totally. 
And I think also they have a lot of great online resources now, or if you can't afford going to a therapist, they have a bunch of apps and stuff like that where you can talk to someone. So that's definitely something to check out. But yeah, that's super nice. I feel like we're both very lucky to have families who are very aware in the mental health um, just sector, I guess. Um, and I know a lot of people don't have that. So it's definitely something something to keep in mind. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, and one more thing, online too, like you said, is a great resource. I think a lot of people underestimate how much um, work people can do on themselves almost. Like just little things you change in like your everyday or like your mindset can do a lot of um, a lot of work. And yeah. yeah, and just kind of on that note, you want to talk a bit about how your self-esteem has changed because exactly like you said, you can make a bunch of small changes that just make you feel a world of a difference. Yeah, I think... It's definitely been a long journey. Um, I feel like every kind of teenage girl is always insecure or especially in, especially sure. in high school. Especially if they um, don't, even if they don't show it all the time. Right. And having anxiety. I was always worried about how people were perceiving me or what people like how, um, you know, the social anxiety, like if yeah. I'm like, you know. I definitely that have that too. But I, I know this is so much easier said than done and people say this all the time, but you really just can't care about what people think. Mm -hmm. And once I realized that I really need to start implementing that mindset, it helps so much because obviously, again, like you can think, oh, it doesn't matter. And I'm sure you'll still care. And it takes practice to like really be like, okay, um, I'll just like do whatever I want. But I think I've gotten to a place where my self-esteem has grown so much because I keep just reminding myself like, it doesn't matter what other people think as long as you know you're not being mean or hurting anyone right um just do what makes you happy and comfortable because that's all that matters yeah and of course every single day is different some days I just feel so great and I go outside in public and I'm acting like a total fool and I'm just totally living my best life but then other days I'm kind of just more insecure of what people around me are thinking are there specific tools that you've used that have helped you kind of get to where you are now or was it more of just a realization that you just need to stop caring and just keep kind of faking it till you make it and just kind of um, being yourself and trying to just do that until you're comfortable and you don't get that fear anymore? Yeah, I think I had the realization, but again, like I said, like it's not as easy to just one day wake up and be like, okay, like I don't care. Yeah. Um, it takes practice, but when I would find myself like criticizing myself or um, – being like super nervous about what people were thinking I just reminded myself that what they think does not matter right um so it's just practice I think yeah um yeah so kind of that internalized self-talk kind of what you were saying if it was oh are they judging me something like that you kind of brush that thought aside and instead you say no I'm feeling confident I'm feeling better sort of like an affirmation or something like that definitely um because I, this is something I've worked on in therapy a lot. Like thoughts are just thoughts. Yeah. Um, and being able to detach like the feelings that sort of automatically come with them is mm-hmm. so important. Because, for example, like if a worry came up that um, one of my friends was like really upset and I get super worried, mm-hmm. I, you just have to remember like that's a thought. It's not. It's not necessarily true. Um, so being able to have that time between the thought and reacting is really important. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so important. I'm so glad that you're able to talk about that. Do you want to talk a bit, again, going back to the self-esteem, I feel like you've really 
blossom this summer and you've done a lot of things like at senior week whenever you were just having the best time ever I could see you were really comfortable and you looked confident and it was so good to see and last week you and your dad did something which I think is so cool and I just I really respect you for it do you want to talk a bit about what that was yeah so I got a butterfly tattoo on kind of like under my arm um and I besides like just loving the picture and I've always loved butterflies it's so I think it was important for me because it represents sort of like this small transformation I've gone through the past few years and um how proud I am of myself I think that a lot of times people don't give themselves enough credit for um what they've done because they don't want to be you know cocky or whatever especially with anxiety it's so hard to just kind of hype yourself up in that way or sometimes you feel bad looking at yourself through that lens you like you said people I feel like there's a a fine line between confident and cocky Mm -hmm. and everyone deserves to be confident everyone deserves to be happy in themselves but society paints it as cocky and makes you feel guilty for that and that is just something that we all grew up with and kind of just getting out of that mindset is so important and I'm so glad that you've gotten there yeah because a lot of times people will label confidence as cocky because they don't like to see other people you know succeed or do better than them but yeah my tattoo I think it just serves as a reminder of everything I've been through and that anything that lies ahead like I'll be able to get through um because the past few years haven't been easy but here I am yeah that is so beautiful do you want to talk a bit more about um, your anxiety in the sense that you said that you had a lot going on with your family and stuff like that? Yeah, so my family also, um, mental illness kind of runs in the family. Oh, yeah. So Me too. To, to have um, this anxiety about other people's uh, emotions and health was very hard, seeing my family struggle with stuff. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And in 2012, my aunt suddenly passed away. Um, and I was young, so it's not like, I mean, it was obviously hard for me, but it was more hard for my parents, my, you know, my uncle, whatever. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, thank you. But I think from that, I saw how like impacted everybody was from that and how upset people were. So I think that's something that contributed to my anxiety about people's health because I didn't want anyone else to feel, you know, like that again. Yeah. And I know sometimes, like we were talking, I was talking with Florence, I don't know if you listened to her episode, but she talked about when people in her family would get hurt or if they would die, she kind of blamed herself. And just the weight that it puts on you to feel either responsible, and even if you don't feel responsible, just you feel concerned for them. It's a lot, and it really takes a toll on you. It is a lot, and I think that's what happened. I kind of convinced myself that I was responsible for their happiness, for their um, mental health, which my therapist has helped me realize that that's not true. It's not true at all, yeah. I'm only responsible for mine, and I think that's definitely helped a lot because as much as I do care about other people and want to make sure they're good, it when it gets to a point where it's impacting me negatively, I have to remember that I have to like put myself first. Right, and that is so important. I'm so, so proud of you. And just kind of moving it back to our journey together this summer, you have been a lot more spontaneous. And as someone with anxiety too, I know it's so easy to just sit and just plan everything out. We're both kind of planners. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely something that can really serve us well, like in school and stuff like that. But it's been great to just be really spontaneous this summer. I don't know if you want to talk a bit about that. Yeah, this summer has definitely been like a a change. Um, Like you said, like I'm such a planner. Like Mm -hmm. I really need to have things make sure I get everything done and um, 
I like I was never a person who was like kind of go with the flow like I needed to be aware of what was happening um but I think like meeting you guys you guys uh are so much more spontaneous and I think that Mm -hmm. was so like refreshing to me and um I was just having so much fun that I'm so glad um I met you guys because I feel like this summer was just really fun spontaneous um yeah yeah, I owe a lot of that to Teresa. Definitely. Yeah, because, I mean, I, we talked about this in our episode, but we kind of balance each other out in that I am very much, like, I have a plan. I have stuff that I want to do. And sometimes she'll just call me and be like, hey, we should go do this. And it just makes me forget everything. And it just makes me think, okay, that sounds really, really fun. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be able to do something that's fun. And it just kind of gave me a completely new perspective. And I'm so glad that you're feeling it too. Because it's so helpful for people, especially who are really uptight, Mm -hmm. like us to just kind of let loose and just really enjoy the moment. Yeah, especially in the summer when there's, you don't really have many responsibilities. Like like a big part of it, especially before college, is just have fun. Um, And it's good to know that we can, like we have both sides where we can, you know, plan when we need to, but also be able to let loose. Yeah, and figuring this out, when we are now right before college is so amazing because we know that we can go out we can have fun in college but we'll be able to do the work at the end of the day which is both both are so important college is yes about getting a degree but also about having a good time and just making memories and making lifelong friends yeah definitely and then our new friend group kind of started in senior week like we Mm -hmm. said but we can talk a bit about that definitely made us more spontaneous but it is us and then we are friends with Teresa for sure Claire and Jamie Fogel we love them and then SP who is also known as Alex Trevisani and Christina and what would you describe our new dynamic like I think it's so funny because before senior week, I, like, we were somewhat friendly, and I was somewhat friendly right. with Claire and Jamie, but, like, Teresa, I never really talked to. SP, never talked to before. SP, so it was so yeah. interesting just, like, how fast we became so close. Yes. And I think that's so special because you know that, like, if you're able to connect that fast, like, you know it's, like, a good friendship. You know it's a great um, friendship. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, it makes me sad that we weren't close friends before this summer, but I just remember that this is where we're meant to be and it was meant to happen now. Yeah. And now when we come back for breaks, like it'll be so fun together. So, so, so much fun. Speaking of coming back for breaks, we both just moved. So we're both going to be coming back a little bit farther from where we were. I moved 20 minutes away. You moved, what, 20 minutes away, but in yeah. the opposite direction. <laughs> But we're still making a great effort to see each other. Teresa and Jamie are off to college, but the rest of us are still here. Um, But I'm definitely looking forward to visiting you guys. Yeah, I think also with the move, something that I've been, like, experiencing, I'm sure you are too, is just feeling kind of, like, lost in a way, especially with people are leaving for college. Um, But then, like, to move to a new house, like – you it was like your childhood home and I was in my house for like years Mm -hmm. so it's definitely hard to change everything right when you're about to leave for college it's like so hard you don't feel like there's a place we can like ground yourself um yeah and our new homes will become that place but right when we just moved in it's hard to adjust to that yeah everyone's talking about moving to college and how they're like appreciating their home now and we're not even at the place that feels Mm -hmm. like home I know for me like we said we have been 
for like the last month just like sleeping all over the place we went down to mm-hmm. Teresa's beach house for a bit um and we've just been like having sleepovers so it kind of feels like this house is sort of a vacation home where I come and just have sleepovers with my friends mm-hmm. and it kind of hasn't set in that this is where I'm gonna be for the next year or so between between breaks yeah I think just that feeling of being so like just constantly moving constantly doing things um it can be hard I know yes. a couple of days ago a lot of us hit a wall and sort of All crashed. All of us hit a wall. Um, but it was good to let it out and mm-hmm. to – because we were just going full speed. Every um, single day, we would wake up in the morning, and it would be like, all right, what are we doing? What are we doing today? Yeah. And everyone would be like, oh, like, let's go on a walk. Let's make jewelry. Let's make food. Let's do whatever. And we would plan the entire day together. And then at night, it was like, okay, like, what event are we going to? And if there was no event, we created an event. And it was like, who's hosting? And then we just look around, and, like, there was never a location, but we always made something happen. Mm-hmm. And it was always super fun. And then the next day, we, we would just all sleep over. And then someone would be like, oh, like, should we watch the sunrise? Like, oh, sure, let's watch the sunrise. Yeah. Something like that. And then it just was a cycle and cycle. And it was really, really fun, and I would yeah. not take it back for anything. But like you said, <laughs> we're both people who – especially just having anxiety and just like moving all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot. And a lot of us hit a wall, like you said. And we had some breakdowns, but we're back. Yeah. I think we just needed our space and time to recover and just regroup. And we're just – it's also a lot because everyone's leaving. Exactly. So the emotions are high. And we're trying to, to take every single moment, take advantage of all of it. And, yeah, I'm – you leave in two days. I know. I'm still in denial about the whole thing. Like, right. it's just, I also feel like um, with like the spontaneous like we've been having, it's so much fun. So much but fun. But to do that all the time is so exhausting. Especially, especially when you're not used to it. Right. And in this time of life where we're kind of being tossed around already yeah. and a lot of changes happening, it's like, you know, too much was going on. Too much. Um, especially as we just got out of being in quarantine Mm -hmm. when we had nothing going on so one end of the spectrum that's super exciting and liberating and super fun but the other end is okay we can't do this all the time Mm -hmm. or else we're going to be feeling the aftermath of it I think too with always being busy I didn't really have time to process everything that was going on you know moving houses people leaving I still going to college right so when I kind of broke down the other night it was kind of when it hit me like Oh my gosh, like all of this is happening. Um, so it was good to, you know, let that out. But yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Moving forward, so you're going to Lehigh next year. How are you feeling about that? You know, I, like a month ago or, and before, I was super excited to, you know, just start fresh, meet new people. Um, and I think this is normal, but just moving like closer and closer to moving in, I'm just getting more nervous. Um, and the fact that I'll be, you know, living in a place where I don't really know anyone, um, living away from home, like there's a lot to, uh, get used to, but I am excited. I think it's going to be great for all of us and I can't wait to hear about everyone's journey. Yeah, for sure. I'm super excited for you and it's not too far from where we live. So potentially I have a different break schedule than Kira because I am on the quarter system and she is on the semester system. So maybe if I'm home, I can come up and visit since it's, what is it, two hours? It's only one hour. I've been telling people. Wow. Um, if they ever come home to like visit, like I know like Teresa and Jamie, like they, they won't come home often, but if they do, um, I'll just like drive home and see them. 
That is so nice. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm really excited. And plus, I'm super close to my family, so I'm glad that I'm not too far away because I can, you know, just come home and see them. Yeah, that definitely helps for sure. How are you feeling about having two other kids from our high school going to the same school? Three. <laughs> yeah, um, I well, Sheila Escrow, I love her, um, and we're good friends, so I'm excited to know, know someone and have a familiar face because – you know, being in a place with where, you know, nobody can be really scary. So having her to be able to kind of go through it with is fun. Um, and yeah, just having those familiar faces will be great. But also like a bunch of new people to meet will yes, be also fun. So many new people. I feel like you're really finding yourself and like you kind of found us at senior week. I feel like you're going to find those people in college since you're finally able to embrace who you are more and be more confident. So I feel like things are working out really well for you. Yeah, I think being able to kind of manage my anxiety more has definitely made me more outgoing. Um, and again, with the the confidence and self-esteem thing too. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Just quickly on the note of college, what are you most excited for? Um, That's a good question. I, I think the people that I'm going to meet and hopefully good friends, mm-hmm. um, because everyone who comes back from college, you know, they're just like, oh yeah, I met my my best friend there and of course I have amazing friends here and I do get scared that I'm not going to meet like people as good as you guys but I'm excited just to you know because we even I lived here my whole life I've gone yeah. to the same school since kindergarten so just years. right so just having um new people like yeah. it'll be different and it'll be fun a total reset super nice to just start fresh are there any clubs or anything like that um like a particular class anything in that realm not really that I can think of. Um, yeah, nothing really comes to mind. I think I just want to go with an open mind, see what's what calls me, um, what seems fun, and just try a bunch of stuff out um, and see like what I like. I think that's great, and that's really in the spirit of what we've been talking about with just right. being more go with the flow. So thank you so much for sharing that. Just I guess we're going to wrap this up soon, but you want to share a little bit about your new outlook and how you feel moving forward? Yeah, I think... Um, there's definitely so much, like I, I've talked about my, you know, I like to call it like a mini transformation, but obviously there's so much work that everyone can always be doing to improve themselves. Yeah. And I think it'll be hard adjusting to college. Um, and I'm sure. sure I'll be super anxious, but Understandably. yeah, I think just being aware and so much more in tune with my um, mental health and emotions will be super helpful um, in, you know, helping me through this next journey. Yay, I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to hear about all of it and I can't wait to visit you, of course. That's going to be a total blast. Should we share a favorite memory before we end the podcast? Memory with each other? Yeah, your favorite Amen moment and I'll share my favorite K-Man moment. Okay, I have to think real quick. I have mine. My favorite K-Man moment is whenever... (laughs) Okay, I get made fun of all the time for saying whenever instead of when, so just ignore that, but... My favorite K-Man moment is when I woke up the other day, I think it was three days ago, and I was kind of out of it. I turned over and I realized like Kira was like sleeping next to me. Like we were like sharing my bed uh, because obviously we've been having sleepovers all the time. And all of a sudden we just like start talking and we were thinking about our friend's band and we're like wait a minute like we really want to hear one of their songs and it's kind of like a good joke it's on soundcloud and 
we just started playing it at like 2 30 in the morning like totally jamming out and it was just such a vibe and I was just I just felt so lucky to have friends who are just able to be weird with me and just do that stuff in the middle of the night and I just felt really appreciative in that moment yeah like Christina was dead asleep on the floor and we were just blasting and it was so fun but yeah I on I can't think of like one memory that stands out but just like your entire personality just being around you is so fun and you're always so positive that it's like so refreshing to be around you and you always put me in a good mood so yeah every time with you is so fun and special I can definitely say the same thing about you and just how thoughtful you are like yesterday actually no it was a few days ago Kira came in like while I was at work and like did not get anything and was just like hey I'm on my way to a grad party like I just wanted to say hi and see you and it just made my entire day just having someone like that it means a lot yeah, and we um, have talked about this before, but because we've gotten so close, like anytime we're away just for like a day, we have like major withdrawal. Oh, so yeah. college will be a reawakening, but I'm just so lucky that we've had all this time together. Yeah, and I'll be back in 2.5 months. 2.5? I just said it so weirdly. <laughs> I'll be back in two and a half months. So don't think you're getting rid of me just yet. Oh yeah, I'll be there waiting for you. Don't even worry. Good, good. Is there anything else that you would like to share with the podcast? Um, we could do like a fun fact or if you want to do anything deep. Okay, my parting words will be live, laugh, love. That is so, so inspiring. Yeah. I just want to like write a book or something. Yeah, almost like they should make like signs with that on it. They should. Maybe I'll get a sign from my college dorm. Live, laugh, love. Right. All right, Kira, would you like to plug yourself on Instagram? Sure. My Insta is kiralee.34. Um, give me a follow. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Attract and Energize podcast. I'm so grateful that you took this time to chat and reflect with me. For more of my content, feel free to check out my personal Instagram at allieb.03, that's A-L-I-B dot zero three, or my food account, which is at veg underscore ally underscore, that's V-E-G underscore A-L-I underscore. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a positive review and share my podcast with your friends, family, and social media accounts so that more people can join our positive and inspired community. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I'll chat to you soon with another episode of Attract and Energize next time.